no one laughs. Everyone's just like kind of like doing their own thing and like barely even look at each other. But then as soon as a stranger comes, oh, oh, yeah, come, come have seven pounds of nuts. Mahin Taj, Afat, Shahpar, Mahvash, Parivash, Chibatrak, Galatrak. In this show, we tackle a question by Matthew. Matthew asks, what is Iranian humor like? Is there an Iranian comedy scene? Welcome to Ask an Iranian. I'm your host, David, and I'm here with my co-host, Mohammed. Hello, I'm Mohammed. Our aim is to get answers to your questions about Iran and Iranian culture, or at least find somebody who can. Yeah, we do that, but also we try to get you the Iranian take on things, like why wouldn't that dude from Titanic just climb up another piece of debris and survive? In this episode, we're joined by Nima Naz, an Iranian comedian and actor based in Toronto. We chat about Iranian humor and comedy. We also discuss Nima's debut acting role in the hit TV series The Boys. The show that I like and David doesn't in particular. And we talk about comedy in the era of COVID-19. So let's get on with the show. Let's get on with the show. How you doing, Nima? I'm good, thanks. How are you? Yeah, not too bad. Welcome to Ask an Iranian. Happy to be here. Great to have you. How'd you get so funny? <laughs> well, first of all, I have the advantage and the pleasure of being Persian. So uh-huh. obviously, we're naturally funny people, I'd of say. Course. Okay. And, you know, I just, my, my family's pretty funny. And I've always grown up just joking around and being, fooling around and, you know, being the goof in my mm-hmm. family and amongst my friends. Uh, most of all and yeah I just kind of it was a natural talent natural knack from uh, from when I was a kid and um, it's just a part of my personality I've always just kind of had it naturally in me yeah we see that we see that with the family we see your mother occasionally uh, she yeah. features quite a lot in your posts and she tolerates you or, or indulges your your ways it's quite funny a little bit yeah, yeah, for sure. I sometimes wonder, actually, when I uh, see your stuff, is she your like? Is she the camera oh, woman no. who does all the filming? I'm always thinking, who's doing that? Yeah, I film. I film everything. Everything's on my wow. own. Mm. Um, there's certain shots where I need someone to hold it, and it's usually either yeah, it's mostly my brother, if anything. Um, but yeah, like there's been time, a couple of times where I, I had to ask my mom. There's no other options, mm, and yeah. she filmed it. Even my dad too, a couple of times. There's a couple of times here and there, but yeah, they, they don't obviously like doing it or want to do it but they, i kind of just forced them to do it because i'm like hey come on you know why i'm doing this gotta help mm. me out <laughs> yeah it's great no she's brilliant she's, she's always got that sort of look on her face like all right nima yeah we're gonna do this all right just sort of <laughs> Fine, again holy <laughs> yeah yeah exactly <laughs> get over with so, yeah so nima you, you mentioned earlier about how iranians uh are kind of funny and actually i, I kind of i kind of uh, agree in in some ways there is this natural tendency and maybe it's all around the world and maybe uh, i'm sort of being a bit biased here but uh and i say this because of like iranian memeing or jokes when something kind of happens like a big disaster and and you, you give it like literally two minutes and you're, you're going to get a WhatsApp video. You're going to be like Instagram's going to be full up of like stories. What's that about? Can you explain that? Yeah, well, I, I just I don't know. I think um, <clears throat> just from my own experience, my personal experience, being around different all all different walks of life, different cultures and backgrounds, because I live in Toronto and I'm in Canada. And Toronto is one of the most diverse cities in the world mm-hmm. um, with many di- several different backgrounds of people. And so I've met all of these people along the way where I'm like, okay, so I can get a kind of, kind of a good gauge 
of how pe- these people live uh, just yeah. like as a whole, as a group. And I've noticed that, yeah, like, you know, uh, Persians, you know, like black people, usually like, you know, Jamaicans, um, you know, uh, and even some like Latino people, mm-hmm. uh, t- Latino countries, like they're very funny people naturally. They just yeah. have that knack to be funny. And I don't know, yeah, I just like Iranians, especially, they're just always joking around. They're always just very yeah. lighthearted, very nice, very easy to talk to, I guess. And yeah. um, it's just like their accent, the accent itself is just funny. So, yeah. And we've seen those videos. Yeah. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they're good. So, yeah. Yeah, I wonder whether like hospitality is is probably some part to do with it as far as you know, you know what it's like for the Iranians. The Iranians really need to put on the show, bring out the spread, really make a bit of a show of it. I mean, is it is probably part of that whole hospitality process like humor gets bundled in maybe. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, the um you know, I I even with yeah, knowing all these different cultures. Yeah, like Persians are definitely not number one, not number one, but like definitely up there for hospitality and they always want to just like sh- devour you in hospitality. Yeah. And if that, that's if you're not the, uh, not, it's not your family. If it's your own family, you don't give a, fuck. but if it's <laughs> other people, Oh my God, you're gonna be treated like a King. <laughs> right. So, but I feel like that's most immigrants in general, just like, like from like, you know, different countries around the world. Yeah. But yeah, like Persians are definitely like up there for, yeah. In Persian, we say we worship strangers. Yeah, literally. I know. I've seen it for like my because I live at home with my parents, and I see the way they interact with their friends and like mm-hmm. other like strangers uh, compared to how they react to me and like my my brother mm-hmm. and stuff. Like when mm-hmm. we're at home, like no one laughs. Everyone's just like kind of like doing their own thing and like mm-hmm. no, no, you know, barely even look at each other. But then as soon as a stranger comes, oh, oh, yeah, come, come, have seven pounds of nuts and uh, <laughs> yeah, all these. Exactly. Like what? Yeah. So you never talk to me like this. It's yeah, exactly. Just, yeah. I get that with my dad. The way, but. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, what well, you mentioned home uh, a couple of times. That reminds me of Homelander, dude. Congratulations on uh, appearing on the second season of that awesome, awesome popular TV show, The Boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Homelander. He's the he's the lead, and um, unfortunately, I didn't get to see him on set, but. I'm no. still pretty cool to be a part of that show. Seth Rogen executively, executively mm-hmm. produced it, which is one of my favorite people in the world. So it's pretty awesome. And yeah, I was pretty, uh, you know, excited to be in that role. That was a uh, fun fact, actually, that role that I booked for the boys, my first ever audition doing acting was for mm-hmm. that show. And I booked yeah. it right away. Congratulations. Yeah. It was pretty cool. <laughs> no, you didn't get to meet Homelander, but I'm pretty sure Black Noir was also awesome. How he was, feel he was inside cool. your very stomach. Nice. Oh, he was deep inside my <laughs> intestines. Yeah, um, he <laughs> he stabbed the <laughs> shit out of me. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was pretty. He's a nice guy, honestly, and he, he was in the in the costume all day, which is I mean, mm. it was pretty cool because I'm like, man, this guy's probably getting super hot too. Like, I don't know how he oh. how he does it. Like, um, but like when he took his mask off, we we talked a little bit, and it was pretty cool. And um. Yeah, they're, just, they're all just like, you know, very, um, I mean, like, he's not like an A-lister, obviously, so I don't know what an A-lister would be like, but he seemed mm. very chill and very easy to talk to, and it was just still a cool experience, obviously, to talk to one of the, the main characters in that show. Yeah. Well, let's talk about the awkward part about this, Nima, because, you know, playing an Arab, 
Was that, was that part of the uh, <laughs> like, was it accepting that you're like okay I'll play it I'll play it if the terrorist gets stabbed from behind that's when when you went to the audition uh, did they say like well basically you're from Iran right so you speak Arabic in yeah there. same difference right <laughs> yeah, Camels, yeah, that's it. yeah exactly yeah, goats goats and seven oh. lives, yeah um, yeah so um, at least I didn't get blown up. That was, I guess that, <laughs> yeah. that's I guess that's a good thing to take away from this. Yeah. Um, I get I did get stabbed, so that's a, that's not a that's not mm. a stereotype. Spo- yeah, we, we should probably put in a spoiler alert here. That was such a cool role to play, and like I, it was pro- proper like uh, camera time. Like it was, mm. I had like a few lines, and for my yeah, first great. ever role on TV, like that's mm-hmm. I'm, I'm more than happy to do it. And you know, obviously, it is a typecast, but you know, I'm sure I'll get way more opportunities and I, I will Absolutely. and I, I have. So. Absolutely. I was going to ask you, are they, are they, are they I mean, cooling was, up now? I was going to say, uh, that's it. Now you've done that one role. Are they, uh, they're cooling up now? Is it? My career is over. My career, career is done. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm ready to relax, do nothing else. Yeah. I'm good. Payment yeah. is that's it. It, it was some sort of comedy, but it was not supposed to be your type of comedy, but you still, you still managed to bring your comedy into it. And I, I cannot, get your face out of my mind still when you're stabbed in the back <laughs> it's it's amazing yeah it looks like i'm about to orgasm i know <laughs> <laughs> i promise that's not my orgasm face yeah i mean people have uh, freaky kinks we don't judge hey it's i don't judge either that's it man yeah yeah hey, you do what fun. you do yeah exactly hey, uh, Nimr, actually, I wanted to ask, uh, I guess probably it won't be happening so much these days, but stand-up, has that happened? Will it happen? It's pretty shit right now, to be honest. It's honestly not the best because, you know, there's no stages to really be on, especially in Canada. Like, they've shut down everything now. Yeah. And um, there's no stages I can really get on at all. And not, and I don't even want to because it's just not the same because, you know, before in the summer when it was warm out, there was patio shows at least. And, like, we could be outside yeah. and do shows mm-hmm. there. But now that it's cold, uh, there's we can't perform in any clubs inside, any rooms, nothing. And like it's kind of just um, it's really shitty. And mm. so now we kind of have to resort to doing Zoom comedy shows, which yeah. is terrible because I'm I, I don't hear laughter, I can't see anybody, and I'm just yelling at my laptop for like 15 minutes straight, mm-hmm. telling jokes that like, no one's laughing at, right? So, but you know, it, it is the way it is, and you have to adapt, obviously. And I don't know, I feel like maybe by next year there'll you know, obviously, um, when the summertime comes and war- weather gets warmer, we'll, they'll they'll resume patio shows. But then, like, I don't know if coronavirus is still around. Then I don't see regular stand-up comedy in the clubs yeah. um, getting back to normal anytime soon. Because even if they do do inside comedy shows, they still have to do social distancing rules. Like people are weird now, and like they're more scared. And yeah. you know, because a traditional comedy show inside of a comedy club is meant to be very tight, you know, low ceilings, dark, everyone's beside each other. It's close proximity and, you know, everyone's laughing at, you know, no masks, mm. no plexiglass yeah. covering the stage. So I just don't see it getting to back to normal like it was before COVID times anytime soon. But you seem to be killing it on Instagram though. I mean, is, is that a, a as far as the amount of content, you're quite regular uh, with the content. It's, I'm quite impressed how, how you managed to put them out so quickly as well. But um, is there any way to sort of recoup as far as uh, the finances are concerned? I mean, sort of dropping in sponsorship or, I mean, does any of that sort of, is it on the horizon? Does it happen? Has it happened? Yeah, I, well, that's the thing. For me, I consider myself not just a stand-up comedian. I, I do everything. I, I you know, I, I 
I do stand-up comedy. I do sketch. I write. I edit. I do content online. I act. And so I kind of just do it all, and I want to do it all. And that's why I'm very – it's almost like a blessing in disguise when COVID happened um, where, you know, yeah, sure, like stand-up kind of died out, but I have all this other shit to fall back on. Yeah. And it's, but like, it's not even to fall back on. I, I just, I want to do it all anyways. Yeah. So I still have things to do, but also I got an opportunity to actually put more work into my online content, which yeah. is actually pretty good because it's the perfect time to do that. And now we all have to adapt to online anyway. So I'm already mm-hmm. ahead of the curve, which is, yeah. a, which is great for me. And I'm actually more excited to do more because now I have an opportunity to just focus more on one thing rather than, you know, stand up as well and other things. But um i personally yeah i really enjoy it and it's not an issue for me I'm, i don't feel like i've lost anything really yeah mm. um i've actually gained more um, yeah. during covid and so i'm just excited to keep doing more and yeah like the money thing like i wasn't getting paid in stand-up anyways really <laughs> so actually i've been getting paid more doing zoom comedy shows than i ever did being on a stage nice. because on the zoom shows um, there's way more access and it's, it's easier to get people to be on a, on a, on a Zoom conference and to have people physically go to a, a location yeah. every day or whatever. So I've actually been getting paid more on those and also with sponsorships. Yeah. Like on Instagram and, you know, TikTok and all this stuff. Um, but it just takes time. It's, it's a big process and yeah. you just have to continue building the brand and then eventually yeah. you find ways to make more money that way. I wanted to ask about the audience uh, that you're seemingly developing uh, quite fast here because um, how do you cater to your audience? I mean, you have obviously uh, content that is catered specifically to Iranians or people familiar with Iranian culture, but you mix it up. You've got like sports-related stuff and and you mix in celebrity-related stuff as well. I mean, how how conscious are you about that, about developing a certain audience? Is that something you work towards with uh, developing content? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I, I, at first I was, when I was starting to do content, I was like, Oh, what do, uh, I got to start with doing things that I'm the best at right now. And that was obviously the Persian stuff, making fun of my mom's accent and like mm. imitating her. And yeah. then, you know, my dad, my family, any, any Iranian kind of material, um, you know, stereotypes and humor. But then after that, I was like, okay, I have to branch off now. And like, now that I've got this audience, this per- the Persians, um, mm. I need to expand. I need to keep doing more and also do, introduce more characters and accents and impressions and material that I haven't really shown before, but I'm still yeah. good at. I just, it wasn't as strong as the Persian stuff at first. Um, but now that I equally as good and even better in certain other things, now I'm like, okay, I'm more comfortable on camera too. And I, I have more, I have more ideas. I, I you know, I've, I've gained more knowledge and learned more things. I can int- uh, incorporate more variety. And, yeah. You know, soccer stuff, basketball stuff, you know, different types of accents around the world you know, other random ideas and sketches I've incorporated. And um, the key is to keep it, keep it fresh and keep it, keep a wide variety because once you do a certain topic or, you know, type of uh, material over and over again, it starts to get tired and old fast and you start losing your audience that way. So that's what I didn't, I wanted to avoid it as much as possible. And I think I've done a good job doing that so far and I'm only expanding more and more every day. So excellent. Yeah. Great. Good job. Yeah, we had a. Uh, actually, I'm curious here to, uh, you know, what, what with the Iranian audience that you have, is there a certain thing that the Iranian audience respond to? I mean, do Iranians think? Uh, do Iranians find certain things funny? I mean, uh, you've been doing a lot of yeah, like the mock, uh, mocking the accent or showing certain stuff. But it, it, could you sort of classify? You know, Iranians go for these type of jokes more than these type of jokes. 
Can that be said? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I'm, uh, well, first of all, the thing with Iranian people is like, they only, I swear they only f with Iranians type stuff. They won't yeah. give a f about any other type of material. And then like, cause, <laughs> oh, like really? I'll post videos. I'll post videos of like other videos that's not related to Iranian people and I'll get no Persians commenting or engaging. But as yeah. soon as I post one thing about Persians, like, oh yeah, oh, that's me. Oh my God. Oh my God. Yes. Oh my God. You are a legend. You know what I mean? I'm like, it's like so extreme. And, and also, but even on the other end of it, there's even Iranian people who, when I do do the Persian stuff, they still don't engage and interact because they mm. think they're too good to like and comment. And yeah. I see that I've, I recognize the pattern with Persian people and Iranian people in general that they, they, that that's how they roll. That's how they, their persona is kind of like that. It's kind of like, no, I'm too good for this or no, like not all of them, but yeah, I, th I think a lot of people who are like that. And because I don't know why it's just um, an ego thing or like, no, they don't want to like look weird. Yeah. yeah look like on video, you know, like a laughing or some shit. It's like kind of like, Oh, I'm too cool to do that. So that's definitely one thing I've realized and learned about just observing Persians more and more. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, like they really, uh, really enjoy all the accent stuff. Obviously, like when I, um, I do accents, um, uh, pronouncing brand names in a Persian yeah. accent. So people tend to, they love those. They, they keep requesting to do more or like, I don't know, when I do the random um, stories of me filming squirrels and saying escrow you know what i mean escrow <laughs> you know? um they really love those and um anything with my mom anything with mm. my mom swearing at farsi is gold for the, mm. for iranian people for clarification i actually uh forgot it was stork i thought it was stroke i was not trying to make anything i just can't remember historic no, yeah i have no idea what that is i just I got one question for you. I mean, were your parents on board from the beginning when you thought you want to be a, like a com comedian or at some point they lost hope for you to be a doctor or an engineer and say, okay, that's what he does. Oh yeah. They lost hope before I even finished high school. <laughs> <laughs> they, they knew, they knew I wasn't going to be a good lawyer or doctor. None of that because <laughs> I don't know. I never, I, I wasn't bad in school. But it's just, I hated academics. I didn't like, I just never cooperated. I never liked doing math homework and science homework and physics and all this shit, chemistry, even though I was decent at it, I was good at it, but mm -hmm. I just never liked it. And I, I it showed in my behaviors surrounding school and everything. Um, I was always lazy and I, I hated waking up and going to these classes and all that stuff. And um, I, I graduated obviously on time, but I didn't get into any universities the first year. I got rejected mm -hmm. from all of them because my marks weren't high enough. Mm -hmm. And then I kind of like, I, even after that moment, I, was, I lost even more motivation. I was like, oh, like, what am I? I have to go to school again just to get into another program mm -hmm. that I don't really care for. But I did it anyways. Um, I got my marks up after grade 12 when I finished high school. And then, or year 12 for you English people. Um mm -hmm. <laughs> Because I know you guys say that, right? I'm, I'm too old for, for even that description. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, okay. It was year five was the last one for me. Oh, really? Wow. Okay. Yeah, that's um, how old I am. So you're ancient. When I finally got into university, I got into a program called kinesiology, which is pretty much based around human anatomy and physiology of the body. So science mm. stuff. Mm -hmm. um, I kind of did it not for myself. I did it for my parents just to be like, oh, here, I got into university. Are you happy now? Right? Mm. And then I realized the whole year I'm, I'm like slacking and like, I still don't care as much. And I'm all I care about is honestly just like 
goofing around, making people laugh mm. in my own life. And also just binging YouTube videos of comedians and like comedy videos. Cause I was mm. so interested in that stuff. And I just love funny things and happy things. Right. And positive yeah. videos and content. And then I realized after first year, I was like, Oh, like I could, I would actually, I could actually do this myself. Like I would love to do this stuff, you mm. know, like stand up pranks, sketches, like videos. Mm. Um, and then um, I actually went to my first comedy show after my first year of university. Mm-hmm. And after that moment, I, I, I realized that, wow, like these people are up on stage making people laugh just from things that they're saying. And that's it. Like, and I, as soon as I saw that, it like clicked in my brain. I'm like, whoa, like I have to do this. But then I didn't know how. But mm-hmm. then that show that I was at was actually a, a student show mm-hmm. um, where there, there, stood, there were students at a nearby college where they offered a comedy program. Mm-hmm. And so once I realized there was a comedy program at this school, I was like, holy f-. So I went home, <laughs> searched the program up. all this time? Yeah, literally I searched the program up, saw the courses they offered. I'm like, this is exactly what I want to do with my life. This is everything I would love to do in my daily life. And so that week I decided I wanted to drop out, dropped out immediately. And then my parents were disappointed. Obviously my dad was like, Oh, how are you going to, what are you going to do? Like, you're going to be a clown. You do this. Obviously, you know, what, what are you going to make fun? Uh, make people laugh. Like, how are you going to do that? He was disappointed. He's like, Oh, like we put on all this work for you to do this. Uh, my mom was crying, terrified. Oh, how are you going to make money? Like what's, what are you going to do? Right. And I was just terrified, worried, paranoid, obviously. But also I understand it from their end and their point of view because they came from Iran, right? Mm-hmm. They don't have that back home. You can't yeah. just go and do comedy, right? So I understand their perspective and like why they wouldn't really understand why I'm doing this or how I'm doing it even because mm-hmm. it's just a different realm. It's a different yeah. dimension, mm-hmm. um, totally different eras of life. So I understood that point, but also told them and I explained them and I showed them that, hey, listen, this is my plan. This is what I'm going to do. And I guarantee you there will be results and I will be successful. I'm just, I just have to do it. This is something I have to do. I love it. I have a passion for it. I need to do it. And then I kind of like just there, there were supportive enough to accept all this stuff yeah. and give me a chance. And yeah, so I started doing everything I want, I needed to do to, you know, make my career a career. And yeah. ever since they've been super supportive and behind me because I've shown them over and over again that this is something I'm good at one and something I've actually succeeded in, in many different aspects. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah. I mean, first of all, like uh, what you did was ballsy. And good for them for being so supportive. Oh, definitely, yeah. yeah. Definitely, I'm very grateful, honestly, to have the parents I do have. Um, you know, being Iranian parents, I know 90% of Iranian parents and Middle Easterns in general, mm. or Asians, like really any immigrants. Oh, they're very tough there. on their kids. Yeah, they're yeah. very tough on their kids, and they 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 will never. They will, in, in, in no world would they even allow this. Yeah. like something Absolutely. like I did. No way. Like I know some of my friends that were like, it was, it's like impossible for them to do that. Right. They'll get disowned. Right. Yeah, so yeah. I'm very lucky. and I'm very grateful for the opportunity to be able to have the option and the freedom to do what I want. And I just want everyone else. And like that, it's also like me who grew up in Canada, but also has a, has, has the same background of, you know, being Iranian and stuff. I yeah. want them to be inspired and to try to do it themselves as well. Yeah. Have you ever lived in Iran? No, never been to Iran. Oh really? Okay, interesting. Yeah. yeah. Have you Born seen uh, in Canada? Okay. Have you seen uh, any Iranian sort of made 
productions, comedy stuff, any like Mehra Modiri or any of the old Daijan Napolon we mentioned in our last uh, podcast. Have you heard, seen any of the locally made sort of comedy or films? I mean, I say comedy in the loosest sense because it's a bit tricky to truly have comedy in Iran. Um, have you seen, seen any of this, familiar with any of these things? No, not at all, to be honest. I don't know any Iranian comedy, nothing. Like, okay. You're not I'm not really in tune with... <laughs> I'm not really into the culture in Iran pretty much like in terms of that stuff because yeah. it's just like I don't really understand it as much and yeah. it's just not something I'm very interested in to be honest okay. but you know I've obviously seen videos in here and there when my parents are yeah. watching but yeah that's it I think you just lost 20% of your followers bro <laughs> it's okay man I, I got so many other people so i'm good yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't be mean uh, it's their loss it's their loss exactly absolutely Mohammed, uh, have you seen um, uh, i'm not saying it right that uh, satellite i can never say that word Mahvare. Mahvare. Yeah. Uh, so this is made by mehram modiri uh, Nima, you've probably heard mehram modiri he's one of the sort of comedian filmmakers here that i kind of like He's a bit, bit of a sort of love-hate, I think, with people that follow him. I'd recommend watching that. If you do watch something made locally, this was actually not allowed to be aired, uh, this show. You can find it on YouTube. So when you're doing your YouTube binge, check that out. I think you'll quite enjoy that. I think you're, you're Persian. You can speak Persian okay, right? I'm not fully fluent, but I can okay. understand it 100%. I just, for speaking-wise, I'm like 80% there, pretty okay. much. You do the accent perfectly, though. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, of course. That's the, that's yeah. perfect. Yeah. With the uh, YouTube binge, sort of uh, com watching comedians online. Uh, what about the Iranian comedians that are not in Iran? So, of of course, we got a few here. And you've did you used to watch like Max Amini or uh, of course Mars Jabrani, Omi Jalili? Yeah, yeah. I um. Horsandi, is it? Yeah. No idea. I um. The first Iranian com comic that I started watching, I think, was Omimi Jalili. When I saw him on TV with my dad, I used to watch comedy, like, uh, Just for Laughs and stuff on, on TV. Mm -hmm. um, and Omimi Jalili, or, like, even the... Because the, he's in England, right? He's, he's from there. Yeah. Um, I don't know what it was exactly. Maybe the Apollo. Um, but uh -huh. he mm -hmm. would... Yeah. yeah, we'd watch his, um, his sets, and I was like, this guy's hilarious. And he's, I still think he's the best Iranian com comedian. Oh, um, okay. I was going to say, let's rate them. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, go. I don't know, Here's he just one. has the most range. He has the most range and most experience. And he's just like, his, his comedy, I, I personally like the most. But also, um, yeah, like, I, I started watching Maximini first, too, and then Maz um, mm. And then I discovered Amir K, which he's, I can relate to him the most because he's also the youngest out of the, the other guys. And also, I just love his comedy the most. Yeah, um, and I, he's my favorite. He's my favorite Iranian co comedian. Actually, we actually we actually know each other now. Like he follows me, I follow him, so which is nice. nice. Um, and it's crazy to think that you know I, before I started doing comedy, I was watching these guys, and now we're like kind of like not friends, but you know nice. aware of each other. Yeah, exactly. Um, but it's just cool. Yeah, and um, you know, yeah, uh, Amir K is definitely. I would say he's he's the best, and Amir oh, Jalili, um, and then other guys that are also good too, but. Yeah. How about Tehran? Do you know Tehran? Who I've seen him myself actually in the is it in in Hollywood? I went to I think is it the Comedy Store there? Yeah. So I went to one of his shows there. He's uh, oh Laughter Factory. Yeah, that's the one. Um, yeah, he's 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 quite funny. Yeah, we know each other. We've met in person and stuff. But like, yeah, I'm gonna be honest. Like, I, he's not he's not my favorite. But yeah, yeah. like he's funny. Mm. 
Yeah, he did. Uh, he recently did. Uh, um, he was on somebody else's podcast talking about the Haji Firuz stuff. Is it racist? Uh, surely that's a show, Mohammed. We're going to get to yeah. <laughs> sometime. I feel a bit bad. Maybe I shouldn't be saying on the uh, podcast that I have I have blackfaced. Um, oh my God! Have, uh, <laughs> Exposed, <laughs> cancelled, boycott. That's it. There you go. I have Haji Firuz. It's over. There are photographs that exist. I'm trying my best to uh, find all of the uh, yeah the devices that have these and delete this stuff. But um, yeah, that's. <laughs> That's, that's probably something we'll tackle before uh, the no rules. Yeah, uh, no there rules we go. Time. Probably this is the last episode we're doing. I'm leaving. Yeah. I don't <laughs> want to sit next to this racist. Yeah, you don't want to be associated, man. Yeah. Ah, uh, uh, no, I'm in too deep. Okay. Do you listen to podcasts, Nima? Yeah, too- I do. Um, yeah. Uh, what's your favorite one besides asking Iranian? Of course, you listen to us like av- <laughs> you're an avid listener, but. Avid, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's a there's a, a few. Um, uh, do you know there's a guy named um, Tom Billyu? He does impact theory. Okay, no, uh, that's really good. Yeah, it's really good. He's pretty much like he's cha- changed my life in many ways. Um, mm. Just he's, he talks about mindset, growth mindset, and like um, how to change your life for the better, and how to communicate effectively. All this, so many aspects of life, and just like relationships and dealing with people, just everything, mm-hmm. and having the mindset. Um, but yeah, like someone like him, Gary V, I, I listen to a lot and more so okay. just like mm-hmm. his like, um, videos, but, um, yeah, like, uh, I listen to audiobooks too, like Jordan Peterson, 12 mm-hmm. rules of life. Uh, he's, he's now back I'm in action. Right now. Yeah. He's back. Yeah. So Joe uh, Rogan sometimes, time. but you know, yeah. Yeah. There was, um, uh, but yeah. Yeah. They just recently had, what was his name again? Oh God. The nutcase. Gay frogs. Uh, yeah, Gay frogs guy was Kanye. Alex Jones. No, no, no. Alex Kanye Jones. Well. Is, yeah, Alex Jones. On. Alex I mean, the Jones, latest, right. latest one yeah. I saw was Glenn Greenwald, which I, th- I don't think it's yeah. interesting for uh, right. this podcast. Yeah. But apparently, I mean, uh, a couple of friends of mine pointed out you, do, you did the Gary V accent perfectly. Yeah. And everybody <laughs> loved it. Everybody I knew yeah. loved it. Oh. Yeah. Nima, we spoke earlier about how Iranians sort of uh, absorb or take your uh, your comedy, or how they don't accept it necessarily when it's not related to them. But uh, how about that in the reverse? So, as far as you know, non-Iranians, you know, how how do they sort of uh, take with some of the Iranian style of comedy or type of jokes uh, that you do? How does that go down? Does it even go down? Yeah, it actually it works out really well because especially like I mentioned before, because because I, I live in Toronto, there's so mm-hmm. so much diversity that everyone knows everyone. Everyone knows each other's cultures. Yeah. So mm-hmm. when I do like Persian jokes and all this stuff, the non-Persians, like anybody, will still laugh. And yeah. there's there's two different tiers of people. They're they're the ones who like, yeah, it's funny and like they'll like anyways and they'll support because it's me and like they follow me and like. They just think every, everything I do is, you know, funny and whatever. Um, but then there's people who actually genuinely, like, they share it and, like, they love watching the Persian videos. And they specifically ask for it, even though they're not Persian. Mm-hmm. But because they know Persians or their wife or husband is Persian or, mm-hmm. you know, they have grew up with Persian friends. Uh, the Persian they customers or employees, they can relate, right? It's relatable. Um, yeah. so that's, I love that as well. I love that aspect of doing the videos and content is that not just Persian people, but like every other accent or other impressions, everyone yeah. relates to, to all mm-hmm. of them if they, because they grew up around the same people. Mm-hmm. How about like Iranian jokes? Like, uh, like you see in, uh, Iran, we do this, like, uh, this Turk dude or this court dude or this like Arab dude, like 
Abadani dude does this and that. I mean, do you hear those jokes as well over there? I mean, uh, not really. No, not at all. So, actually, yeah, all right. I'm not so even it's just in like that realm different of, worlds, I guess. Different different worlds. worlds yeah. yeah, and like, it's like even I don't really understand them. So it's like, uh, okay, because I don't. I guess I'm like a whitewashed Iranian. <laughs> um, <laughs> but like, it's just different. It's just different uh, worlds. It's two different worlds. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. There's different types of Iranian jokes i guess yeah. like there's yeah. the more modern one and then the, there's the ones that are strictly iran like mm-hmm. yeah you have to actually know the language and you know the, the lingo and everything that's all right nimra i don't get those either i've been struggling over the years to try and get familiar with this stuff i actually before i could speak persian i was watching daijan napalone and i kind i actually probably learned quite a bit of persian whilst watching daijan napalone uh which i would recommend uh you check out but um yeah, that's uh, Muhammad. Why, how would you describe like uh, the local comedy? Because it's really kind of channeled to, uh, and you know, as you know, it's it's what local people want it to be, as far as those in power. Okay. Yeah. First of all, I gotta say, a lot of Iranian comedy that I saw I saw a lot of copying from Benny Hills to uh, whatever that, to Billy Hicks. A lot of people copy. I, I do remember seeing a couple of comedies. I can't really uh, tell you who the comedian was, but it was sort of an, a sort of stand-up on uh, Iranian state TV. With, uh, and uh, he did this brilliant original comedy about like him being arrested with the, with the girl that is the sister of... Uh, his friend and uh, like the police take take them into like Kalantari, what you call it, like the police station. Uh, so it's whatever they they were doing, like the, them hanging out was not Islamic. And his joke was brilliant. It was like uh, ten minutes of original Iranian comedy that uh, that that made me laugh. Uh, but I'm pretty sure. But I think that w- that was it. There's still a lot of room to grow. But then again, uh, Iranians are not really open to be made fun of so uh we we take a lot of things as insults so mm-hmm. the door to a lot of comedy is closed yeah. right there i want to sorry i just wanted to add about my ex- uh, an experience i had not too recently where I, I went to a theater to watch a production by a guy and sometimes i see stuff in iran and i think how do they let this stuff happen so there was this guy it was just innuendo really <laughs> quite overt innuendo back to back uh, it was just and there were families there were like kids in the audience and the auditorium was actually like you know spilling out with uh people so i was quite surprised that that sort of stuff happens here but i think generally uh as far as the comedy and there is a lot of it on uh in the cinema it's it's very sort of wet i guess is the way to put it or it's very um uh what's the what's the word you say dry or wet why are you looking at me like that my man it's uh no it's 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 slapstick is is what i'm saying and and unfortunately fortunately or unfortunately i mean this is the the cinema is is just full of slapstick i mean you'll get again meta modiri with his uh, i would say dry not wet Mohammed, don't look at me in a strange way when i say that but that that's kind of quite dry comedy but yeah for the most part the stuff that gets uh on the screen is is very slapstick um i don't know whether that's a demand of the Iranians, if that's the way it has to go because of the sort of the way things are here. Yeah. I don't know. Anything? Anyone, anyone yeah. on slapstick there? No, let's move on. <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm, I'm not even going to pretend that I understood anything you just said. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, didn't, I don't know any of those terms. Okay. Well, let's move on. N- Nima, sorry. sorry. I was just, uh, just uh, 
waffling on there. But Nima, tell us if if somebody is interested in uh, sort of if they feel they're quite funny or they're uh, getting jokes around uh, the sort of dinner table and they want to turn this into a career. From your experience, what would you what advice would you give them? What suggestions do you have for them? <laughs> Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's it's fucking hard. But if you're gonna do it, you can't leave. You yeah. got to be a hundred percent dedicated. 100% all in, passionate, 100% love for it. And yeah. you got to be willing to put in the work and sacrifice many things. Mm. And yeah. just you, daily, you guys, it has to be a daily thing. You can't, there's mm. no days off. Like you have to just always be working at it consistently too. Yeah. And you just, you have to start somewhere and you can't be a perfectionist right away. You can't, you'll never uh-huh. get anywhere being perfectionist. You just have to do what you do and then you're going to suck. You're going to suck ass at first mm. but that's the whole point that's that's how you practice that's how you get better you have to learn mm. your, from your mistakes in order to improve yeah. um so that's it it's just it's just a matter of putting the time in and the effort that's all yeah. it is you use uh, a lot of modern day tools so yeah you're, you're able to gain quite a wide audience and keep in uh, contact with them for the hard work that you put in through instagram uh, any advice as far as uh, types of uh, tools you know as in like you know don't use this platform do use this platform don't waste your time here um anything sort of functional that you could sort of just say from your experience yeah try to use as many apps as you can get on every platform because once you start doing putting too much work into one platform and it becomes obsolete, you're fucked because mm-hmm. then that when that app is done, what are you going to do? You have, you're starting at zero again. Yeah. Right. And so that's going to be extra hard for you to get back up and you don't want to do that. Yeah. Um, so always put your eggs into like every basket, yeah. not just on Instagram. Do also TikTok, also YouTube, also Twitter, Snapchat, LinkedIn. I know like I sound like Gary V, but it's true. Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> it's just like you gotta f- post seventeen TikToks a day, okay? Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's actually I, I didn't watch the the impression, but now I'm seeing it. Now I get it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, bro. Like, you gotta f- post, okay? Like TikTok, YouTube. Um, <laughs> uh, don't wait, okay? Your parents don't know f- shit. Um, so. You just gotta like, you just, I, I just have to get on everything and be consistent once again and, and do different content on every platform and I have, have yeah. micro content from bigger videos to post on different platforms and vice versa. Just be yeah. versatile and post as much as you can. That's, that's honestly all, all it is. Um, yeah. mm. Is that not is that not exhausting for you, Nima? Is I mean, really, I see the volume again. I'm not I'm not sort of putting watermelons underneath your arm, as we say, <laughs> in in Persian. But but like, uh, but really, I mean, you're quite prolific, and you know that's that's needed really to sort of compete on the, on those platforms. You need to be that prolific. You gotta you gotta understand, you gotta understand like, especially in this day and age, the intention span of everybody is dog. Shit. It's a f-ing dot. Yeah. No one's. Yeah. It's a. It, no one cares. First of all, they just want to see something quick and swipe. Keep mm, scrolling. Keep yeah. scrolling. Keep scrolling. <laughs> yeah. Like the more the more content you put out, the better it is for you and your brand to build. Because once people see you more and more, they're gonna be like, "Oh, f- this guy's like f- like legit. He's for real. He's yeah. he's not just like a one hit wonder. He's not like a inconsistent poster or whatever. It's mm. every day. It's daily. It's day in and out. Like no days off. And so people see the effort and they genuinely would want to support you more after you do that. Right. So, yeah. um, you just have to, it, it is stressful sometimes, but 
there's a way to make avoid, you know, you draining yourself and forgetting about all the other aspects of your life because you can't just do all, do everything for your career and then neglect your life, which yeah. is what I did before. And oh. I learned from that and I took a month off to recoup my whole life and change yeah. it hmm. um, in order to have a healthy balance. Okay. So now it's come down to planning. Okay. Yeah. Planning is the best, is your best friend. It's the key in, in all of this. Okay. Yeah. Without planning, you can't do any of this shit. Mm. I can't do any of this shit. Yeah. And so now I balance it out where I'm, I'm like, okay, like from this time to this time, I'm going to work on my videos or this and that and stand up and and then from this time, this time I'm working out, I'm exercising, I'm e- eating this, I'm prepping this, you know, it's, uh, you have to think about your life as well, because without your health, you can't do anything. So, sure. um, it's all, it all ties in together. So yeah. it's just it's a matter of planning properly. Yeah. So with all that planning, uh, what does the future hold for Nima? What, where's, uh, any big things lined up, any th- areas that you want to sort of go into and explore a bit more? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I'm, I'm, uh, working on writing a TV pilot. And I want to have it ready by next year. I'm writing a movie script with my friend. Um, I've, I've already done a TV pilot. I filmed it and uh, we're pitching it to Netflix and stuff. And nice. um, I'm just going to keep doing auditions for, you know, movies and TV shows because I want to be a movie star one day. Um, and then just like constant content every day. Work on making new ideas, new characters, developing better quality. And just, yeah, trying to collab more with bigger people, bigger following of people. Yeah. And um just um you know when stand-up comes back i'll have some material ready to go to and that's it just always working on the craft always working to get better that's all it is yeah good how old are you now nima 25. oh <laughs> that's it yeah that's it yeah, Juge. Juge. Unfortunately, unfortunately we can't yeah. reach across and lopez your backhand we can't i know <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> doesn't like it when I start doing this. Be a little bit. <laughs> Get yourself together. Best yeah. your reputable yeah. show. Of course I am. No, I'm just uh, Nima, I got a, I got a question. Um, there is something that you see uh, as a, when you see funny people, when you see comedians. Uh, they seem to go through a lot of hardship in their personal life and their, their, their private moments. They uh, got like shit ton of uh, depressions. They got like a lot of problems and stuff like that. Uh, how does that work for you? I mean, do you have like those issues? I mean, I'm just on top of my mind is Robin Williams. We all know the story. He's been like, uh, he's got like, he had issues almost all his life. And uh, yeah. Oh yeah. I definitely want to kill myself right now. Um, but what the neck on um no i uh, luckily honestly like for me like i have minor you know mental i guess like issues very minor but like it's not nothing serious like you know depression and stuff like that because um like you know i have anxiety you Mm -hmm. know and like sometimes i worry too much or i overthink a lot um that Mm -hmm. those are the things that i have to deal with every day but like it's nothing like like other comics and comedians that i I know personally who deal with severe depression and severe Mm -hmm. anxiety paranoia like ptsd trauma like there's so much shit that they deal with um that luckily i've never had to really go through like that so um well thank god i totally yeah yeah, exactly yeah knock on wood um 
Yeah, exactly. So I, I mean, like in terms of that stuff, I'm very lucky to, you know, be I'm mentally okay. I'm mentally good. Sanima, I was very impressed by your uh, English accent. You've got that sort of Oh, wow. No, actually, it wasn't. It was like you're going to do it better than me. I'm going to feel like the imposter here myself. <laughs> I'm actually from South London, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah, yeah. You got that's. Mate, that was, yeah. I was so weirded out. I was like, damn, that's good. In it, bro. Yeah. In it, bro. How's it going? You are. Yeah, because like, uh, got, you're right, yeah? you know what, man? Yeah, because I've got uh, one of my brothers is effectively Ali G without sort of realizing. <laughs> oh my god! Of... <laughs> although, although the accent that you're using is a little bit of a progression beyond that, I would say. Uh, you know, I've I've been I've been out of where Where do you pick that out from? What TV shows are you watching, or <laughs> who uh, have you got around you? Uh, I don't know. I, I mean, I mean, I've watched a lot of videos here and there, and you know, hey, bro, on, yeah. on YouTube. Yeah. on youtube and uh you know some peaky blinders um <laughs> yeah. and uh you know i just try to pick pick it up and mimic all the accents i hear and you know um i just go from there do it good you do it good the uh, the guy actually going back to the boys uh Muhammad's a big fan of the show i tolerate it <laughs> forgive me i love you in an email but i but the show for me is is just so sjw it drives me nuts but um so we're yeah. double cancelled today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, there, you, there you go. We just saw a drop off in our audience. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah. but the uh, yeah. Oh, so, we get there. So the dude, the uh, the supposed English guy, he's not English. It just drives me nuts whenever he speaks. Because mm. I know, yeah. The words are right. The script is right. But the way he says it, it's like, it's like you're Australian, mate. All right. Assuming yeah, he's, he's Australian, he's, he's right? Super I think Australian. he's Australian. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah and that Australian. just comes. It's just so confusing to. Yeah? Yeah, it's so. It's I'm so gonna confusing. go down. I'm gonna go down. Beat the That's guy. True, right? Oh yeah. And then I'm gonna fuck him off. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Nice. Right on. Yeah. Right. But they've got the script perfect. Like as far as like a you know that type of English person. There. Although yeah, you know, know it's, right. it's a little bit sort of like sort of Cockney-ish to uh, yeah, to yeah, a degree. Cockney, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but it, but the Australian Cockney. accent. Cockney. Cockney. Me Cockney nuts. in it. Yeah. 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 With the anyways, anyways, that was good. I just wanted to compliment you uh, there on your. Uh, Thank you, man. Thank you. Yeah, stroke English. my my ego and my. Um, right, Mohammed. What have we not asked Nima? What have we not grilled him on? Probably we should ask Nima. Nima, what are we not grilling you on? What what questions did you always get asked that you're honest. disappointed that we haven't asked you? <laughs> Honestly, you you've covered like everything. Good. Well, we can get to the plugging part of it. So, uh, Nima, for those in our audience who, are, oddly enough, don't follow you at the moment, where do they need to go to find you, follow you, and enjoy your uh, your great work? Uh, you can follow me on all my socials at Nima Naz. So, mm -hmm. Nima, they're with two E's, not one I, because mm -hmm. yeah. I'm special and unique. Oh, um, <laughs> and then N-A-Z, N-A-Z for Americans or whatever. So, they so that's it, yeah. Yeah, I'm on uh, TikTok. Gonna... I'm on TikTok, YouTube, Snapchat, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Mm. So uh, to the audience, uh, you can go on our website and find a related post there, and we're going to link to those places there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So we're going to be linking in with all of that and obviously adding the post to all our social media places. Like, uh, So similar to Nima, we're also on Twitter, Instagram, all of the above, Facebook, but not... Facebook, YouTube, and definitely TikTok. No. No, no, sorry. We're not on TikTok. We're not, on we're not like we'll you, Nima. We're not TikTok. young. We're not young. Or at least yeah. I'm not young like you. Mm. Uh, we won't be on TikTok anytime soon. So, 
Uh, yeah, so uh, thank you ever so much for joining us on the show, Nima. I, I know it's, uh, we know you have a very busy schedule and uh, it's taken a bit of planning, but we're really glad to have had you on. Thanks for having me, guys. I appreciate doing this. I love doing other people's podcasts, so it's, it's fun for me. Great. Um, yeah, it was a great and, chat. Um, hope you guys get better and better, man. Cheers. Appreciate it. Thank you ever so much. So you go and enjoy your Halloween evening of solitude and old scary movies. And uh, <laughs> and we're, we're in, we're, it's now 12.44. Oh, not too late for us. We're doing okay. Oh, and uh, um, it's like past midnight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, right. You're in England. You're in South England, yeah? No, no. We are in Tehran at the moment. Yeah. Oh, you're in Tehran? Yeah, yes, we live here. Oh. Oh, got real <laughs> yeah wait why you guys are in tehran yeah how are you doing zoom <laughs> with a vpn yo i'm surprised the government hasn't barged into your house yet to yeah don't tell them <laughs> yeah don't give them ideas oh whenever they knock on the door we tell them we're in delhi yeah oh my god <laughs> jesus christ well be safe guys be safe <laughs> no Thank we're you. fine so uh so nimajum mozemetun nemishim به خدا خیلی Oh, you're not letting go, really. I never do. Okay, okay, that's it. Oh, you're not letting go, really. I never do. Take care. 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 Take care.